0: MyPatriotSupply.com
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you are having an amazing day so far. If you're listening to this in the morning, hope your morning's going great. Afternoon, hope it's going great. Evening, I hope you've had an amazing day. Got everything done you wanted to get done. As we do always say here though, if you haven't got everything done you wanted to get done, we need to stop putting too much pressure on ourselves because that is where stress happens and I really want to delve into stress this week because I don't know there's been this whole thing where I've been thinking lately right I want to live stress-free like I don't want to have any more stress in my life but I very quickly realized that actually that's completely impossible and we have to live with stress and like the term live with stress I feel like is going to be Very key. So, obviously, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, and we need to find the ways that work for us in terms of combating that. So, I'm going to be delving into that a lot in today's episode. But first, I hope you've had an amazing week and got up to some really fun things. I had such a nice time away this week. I went to Toulouse in the south of France for a wedding, it was my cousin's wedding, and it was absolutely beautiful I don't think I I mean I've been to only a handful of weddings in my lifetime and I'm sure this is something as I grow up I'm going to be going to a lot more and I feel like I'm entering that stage in my life where I'm going to be going to more and more weddings each year you know like there's always a period in your life where just all of a sudden people get married and I feel like I'm entering that stage of my life either now or very soon but this wedding was absolutely beautiful Like when I tell you there was not one thing that I would have changed about that wedding it was absolutely incredible and I will admit I feel like I'm not the only one here when I go to a wedding I always then start thinking about my own wedding and listen it's not going to be happening for a long time potentially might not even happen who knows what's gonna go in this world? Do you know what I mean? But when do you start planning your wedding? Because I feel like I've been planning my wedding for a long time. Before I've even met a man that I think I'm gonna marry, I feel like I've been planning this. Like, I feel like since I was a kid, I sort of have already been thinking about my wedding. And I don't know if this is just like something I've been doing or whether this is a universal thing to be thinking about this sort of stuff. But I've yeah, I've been thinking about my wedding for such a long time and I don't really know if that's something I should be admitting to you, but I'm gonna admit it. Like I'm not I'm not even engaged yet. I am already thinking how my wedding could look like, you know? <laughs> like there's it's just such a weird thing about a wedding that I feel like I've always grown up, it's kind of like it's your day you get to be a princess for the day and I feel like who doesn't want their like fairy tale day? I don't know. But going to a wedding this weekend just really made me think about it even more and the prospect of getting married one day and I'm starting to feel slightly more grown up in that sort of sense because I do feel like obviously getting married is quite an adult thing to do and so thinking about it, makes me feel more like an adult which also is just a very strange concept because I always have this dilemma of sometimes I feel like an adult sometimes I feel like I'm still a child and I can never quite wrap my head around where I'm actually at in life like I will think about moving out and I'll sort of like in my head have a rough idea of what things are going to look like and then the next thing you know, I'm buying another Jellycat toy and I'm feeling like an absolute child. The other day, I went to McDonald's and I had a kid's meal. Like, I, I'm not quite figuring out the balance of grown up versus still being slightly childish. But do you know what? I actually quite like that. Like, I like the, the fun of it where you get to feel like an adult and do adulty things, but also you... a a child at the same like you can have those like childish moments at the same time and I feel like that's really fun and a wedding is kind of one of those things right because it's a big commitment to make like it's a massive thing but also you get to plan it exactly how you want it so you can have some like really fun things there and at the wedding I went to there were these two performers who were like doing dances with fire and like breathing fire you know the sort of thing I'm on about and they had like sparklers and they were like spinning sparklers around it was so cool and I thought do you know what these sort of things just add the fun elements to a wedding and that's what you that's what you need but I I had an absolutely amazing time and I've been planning my own wedding for such a long time who knows when it will actually happen but I know what I want kind of in my head. I also feel like that's probably going to change so many times before I actually get married. But it's one of those things when I feel like most of us do just do this, like we start planning a wedding way before it's actually going to even happen. And then when we meet the person we want to marry, you've kind of just got to hope that what they want matches up with what you want, because otherwise that's a tricky situation, isn't it? But also, I really found going away this week, I felt a massive difference in my mindset. And we've spoken about this quite a bit. If you haven't, like this has sort of been building up over episodes of, I've spoken about nutrition and how I'm trying to get my nutrition slightly better, my eating habits, my relationship with food, just my relationship with having a good time in general and not trying to overthink too much about being productive and actually letting go and fully relaxing. And I feel like this has been the first holiday I've been on where I've fully been able to let go of what's going on at home, what I've got going on in my life. Obviously I'm at a bit of a weird time with uni where I'm waiting to get my final grade so there's not really much I can do. And I've been feeling so like in limbo over that, yet I was able to go away this weekend and literally fully switch off. I didn't worry about it. I didn't think about it too much. I had a couple grades come out when I was away. So I looked at them, I was happy about them, and then I was able to go back to my holiday. And I wasn't overthinking my life too much whilst I was away. In terms of eating, I ate so much bread. Like, let's be real, I was in France. Baguettes in France just taste better than anywhere else, hands down. So I had to indulge. I'm pretty sure I had at least one baguette per day, which, I mean, maybe is not the best for my nutrition, and I'm slightly feeling the effects now that I'm back home. But I had a great time. And I was able to go on holiday without feeling guilty about food not working out. I didn't even think about working out whilst I was away and I didn't try to be productive. I read like a couple of uh, chapters from like a non-fiction book on psychology that I'm reading at the minute because I just am obsessed with psychology and because I haven't done a lecture for a while I've now switched over to psychology non-fiction which is so much fun um so I was reading a bit of that whilst I was away but I was doing it in a way that I was actually enjoying reading right like I was choosing to do it I was on holiday and I was able to pick what I wanted to do and it was so nice and I don't really feel like I actually realized when I've gone away on holidays in the past how much guilt I felt over certain things and how I just couldn't fully switch off And then I feel like when you don't fully switch off and when you're still stressing about certain things, you then don't really enjoy the holiday as much because you're not as much like in the moment. And where we only went away for the weekend. So I think I was away for maybe three or four days, which isn't very long. So I feel like I wanted to make the most out of that time be as present as I possibly could be and of course I was going to a wedding like you want to be present at a wedding because that's what it's all about and I was actually able to do that and it was really really nice just to switch off be guilt-free and be able to eat bread without worrying what it's going to make my body look like because literally who cares you know I was able to enjoy myself and have a good time and I am really proud of that. I'm very happy with myself for being able to do it. I feel like we've come a long way doing this podcast and I don't want to get too sentimental but we are growing up together. That's been the whole point when I started this podcast. I don't even know when we started at this point but the whole thing has been about growing up and about evolving into better versions of ourselves and i feel like we're really doing it and so i hope you've had an amazing week as well and you've been as guilt-free as possible we really need to take this pressure off of ourselves because why are we putting pressure on ourselves in the first place everything is going to happen as it's supposed to happen and of course sometimes stress and sometimes pressure is a good thing, and it allows us to thrive, of course. If we go back in, like, ancestry like that, then they needed stress in life to literally just survive, and I feel like we've carried that forward in our life, but sometimes it can be a bit more maladaptive rather than, like, actually helpful towards us. And so we're going to go to a break, and then when we come back, I really want to talk about this whole concept of living
2: with stress Support your journey to wellness at B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: So, welcome back. Let's settle in. If you're not comfortable already, let's get comfortable because we're going to have a chat that didn't even cross my mind to actually talk about. And something hit me this morning when I was like prepping for this episode and thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, what we were gonna like discuss together. It hit me that we talk about a lot of things, like we talk about pressure, nutrition, body, clothes, everything like that. A lot of this stuff in our life can cause us so much unnecessary stress And so, therefore, I feel like we kind of tend to suddenly turn to wanting to be fully stress-free and wanting to completely eliminate stress in our life. And then when we get stressed, in turn, that makes us us feel guilty. That adds even more pressure. That makes us even more stressed. And can you see how this is like a never-ending cycle where you're just constantly trying to chase not being stressed then that ends up making you more stressed and it's just not a fun thing and you know what i don't want to do it anymore and i've realized that actually being stress-free is completely impossible there's always going to be some kind of stress in your life and it can come from quite honestly it can come from any aspect of your life can make you feel stressed, can make you feel overwhelmed. And actually, rather than focusing on completely eliminating this stress, I feel like we need to think about the fact that stress is always going to be there. But what we want to do is minimize it and work with it in the best way that we can and the best way that works for us. And this has been something that I feel like subconsciously, we work on anyway because we always try to find ways to manage ourselves better we've spoken about it on here before loads of different techniques that actually whilst they might have another effect also do help with stress relief or feeling less stress feeling less overwhelmed and actually build up to benefit us in a lot of ways but i feel like focusing on some of these things to directly help with stress can be really beneficial. So a few things that I've actually noticed myself that have really worked happen at different points and that's the way that I am trying to even more live with and work with the stress that I feel because I feel stressed quite a lot and that's not actually very good for you. It's not very good for your blood pressure, not very good for your heart rate and it's not the best. So, my main thing has definitely been breath work. Now, this, for me, comes in in the the exact present moment that I'm feeling stressed. So, you know that feeling when you are just, you, you can literally be sat down doing absolutely nothing, and then all of a sudden, it's like a wave, this rush of overwhelming amounts of emotion, copious amounts of stress just suddenly come over you and you just don't know what to do. You might be trying to write a schedule, you might even just be trying to write an essay, trying to do an exam paper, trying to have a call with your boss and all of a sudden this feeling just comes over you and it can be really hard to in that moment know exactly what to do to help yourself and sometimes what we try to do is just throw ourselves into whatever we're doing when actually taking a break and working on our breath work can be even better and this is where I find meditating is great I absolutely love to meditate however meditating in the morning and in the evening sometimes doesn't directly affect us in the moment when we are feeling stressed so I like to take free breaths literally only three breaths, big deep breath in, and then push it out as much as you can. And sometimes you even like make, you know, if you really force out a breath, you can sometimes make an actual noise that sounds like it can sound a bit like a grunt or like a screech or like a, like it's a you're forcing that breath out. And that is what I do. I try to release uh, all of that emotion into my breath push it all out of me so that I in my head I feel like physically it's leaving my body because I'm forcing the air out along with the stress along with the pressure and also it gives your brain a little bit of a second to sort of come round, come back to the moment and takes away from what it is that's causing you stress so that then you can come back to it with a clear mind literally only three seconds later like three breaths later you can return to it with almost a completely different mindset and I think that's really cool like I really love the way that for me anyway breath work has massively helped when I'm in that stressful situation because it also controls your heart rate which when you are stressed your heart rate is going to raise so once you control that heart rate your stress levels like your cortisol levels kind of start to lower so it physiologic physiologically that's that's not the word biologically I don't know what word I'm looking for but anyway inside of you it works to naturally lower your stress levels anyway so then you can come back to it with a fresh headspace but also there's a bunch of things that I feel like we could be doing to reduce the stress from even occurring and this is not living stress-free because the stress is still going to happen It's just trying to minimize and prevent where we can this stress from happening. Because as we always say, external things are going to happen that are going to cause you emotions. You can't control them. All you can do is control your emotions towards that event. That's where our breath work comes in. But if we can minimize our exposure to these events that make us stressed, and once we start to realize what is it that's causing us the most stress in our life right now, That's where we can start working on things. And for me, such a big thing, and we've done a whole episode on this, I feel like it was ages ago, but I know I've spoken about it before, to do with time organisation, managing your time, blocking out your schedule and having hours to attend to certain things and like actually being really realistic with what you can achieve in a day has helped me reduce my stress so much. I can't even tell you the amount of times... I would write a to-do list that had 20 different things on it. It was impossible to get it done in the day. Yet I still, at the end of the day, felt so upset with myself because I wasn't able to get everything done, which to me now sounds so stupid because you would think that I would know I'm not going to be able to get this done anyway and therefore I wouldn't care but you still do. There's still like a part of you that thinks, no, I've written it on that list. I haven't got it done. And you get really upset with yourself. Being realistic about it helped me reduce my stress so much. And also blocking out the things that I have noticed that cause me stress. So if it's work related, then I will try and block out those aspects that cause me stress. Obviously, it's only when you can do this because as I said there's always going to be things that are going to cause you stress and sometimes you can't completely block out what it is but if you can that's really key like for me I don't really look at I've got a work group chat I don't look at my work group chat unless I am at work because otherwise I'm then stressing about work outside of work And then that never helps because I will go in the next morning already feeling stressed about the day when actually I could just block it into my work block and then I might feel stressed when I'm at work but at least I don't take it outside of those hours and that gives me a lot longer to then feel less stressed and kind of have a bit more of a balance in my life. If I'm noticing particular people in my life are causing me stress then I will minimise my contact with those people and I'm sure people will do the same for me, you know, like it's a two-way thing but I do find it really helps sometimes to minimise whatever it is that you know is causing you the most stress and it's not an easy thing to do and let's be real, most of the things we talk about are not quick things that are going to happen overnight but I feel like sometimes the more little things we do whether whatever it is we're focusing on so obviously today we're talking about stress to live with our stress better and to cope better it's not going to happen overnight right we're not going to find our perfect exercises to do when we're stressed or our perfect way to organize our time so we don't feel we're stressed this is all going to build up over a long period of time and it's those tiny little things we do that get us there And also not overwhelming ourselves too much because, again, that then causes us stress. And what we really want to achieve here is just a slightly less stressful life. We know we're going to have stress. We know it's probably going to be a common occurrence in our life. Naturally, we are all built to feel stress about something. We're all built to overthink something and worry about something. So, therefore, we need to live with that in the best way that's going to be the most healthy for us it's not a quick process but we're gonna get there and I feel like we are definitely slowly getting somewhere I don't know about you I've been noticing more recently that everything I've been doing over this like length of time have started to add up in my life and have started to have an effect in my life now but a lot of the stuff that I'm feeling the effects of now I started doing months ago These aren't quick things, yet once we get them into our way as we're growing up and as we're learning more about ourselves and coming into our own and finding our own things, then we're going to get there. Like it's a slow process, but let's enjoy every moment. You know, the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, the stressed, the not stressed. We're going to have them. And yeah, let's go through it together and we will. We will get there. We will. It's not about living stress-free. It's about living with our stress. And I actually really like that. Like there's something I feel like that's quite empowering about that, that we're not trying to completely eliminate something, but we're taking control of the stress. Like we are we are taking action in our life and we are grabbing the stress and we are moulding it into what it needs to be for us. Right. Like whether that's minimize it completely or whether that's use it to propel us forward. Like it's actually quite empowering to think that we can live with our stress and we can figure out how we use our stress in our life. Right. I don't know about you, but I, to me, that's really quite empowering. And that makes me feel like I'm coming into my own and I'm a strong person because we are and we are going to control this stress that we have Because I feel like this is such a stressful point in our life. And whilst we can let that overwhelm us, we can also use it and have the benefits from it that we can take and we can decide what that is for us. I don't know, but I think personally that that is actually quite fun. And it's all part of the journey (laughs) that we go on as we grow up. And you're kind of forced to deal with some of these sort of things, but we're going to do it in the best way possible. So let's go to another break now, and then we have our listener dilemma of the week. So this week's listener dilemma was sent to me over on Instagram, and it's all about friendships, which I feel like we haven't spoken about for a while, so let's get on into it. Hey Gemma. So This sounds a bit stupid now I'm writing it, but for some reason, it's really affecting me at the moment. My friends have recently taken to giving me a new nickname, which is stupid. And to me, we are too grown up to be acting this way. Because it has been bothering me, this has made them say it more and make other people say it, and it's really starting to annoy me on another level. I know this sounds stupid and so little compared to some dilemmas, but how do I get them to stop? Now, first up, I would just like to point out that no dilemma is stupid, no dilemma is silly, no dilemma is too small, because if it's affecting you in your life, then it's worth talking about and it's worth us figuring out a way to get past it. And we have some dilemmas on here that obviously are crazy, And are things that sometimes I don't even know what to do in this situation. And obviously I'm no professional anyway. I'm figuring out, we're all figuring this out together. And this is not a small dilemma. If it's affecting you in your life, then it's definitely worth us talking about. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So friends giving you nicknames obviously is quite a common occurrence that is gonna happen throughout our life and obviously this time round it's a nickname that you don't particularly like it's annoying you and whilst I completely get what you mean that sometimes you do just feel like you're past the point of stupid nicknames for your friends and you feel like you should grow up sometimes that doesn't really happen and nicknames are one of those things that can sort of happen to us at any point throughout life and Whilst they might annoy us, sometimes it is really hard because, as you said, when it bothers you and you outwardly show that it bothers you, that tends to make your friends do it more. And I don't know why this dynamic always plays out, but I've seen it play out so many times where this exact thing happens. If your friends sort of take the mick out of you about something and it affects you, they're going to keep bringing it up. If you try to not let it affect you outwardly so you're not like physically expressing that you get annoyed when they call you it that does tend to make it die down quite a lot and then it doesn't tend to carry on for too long because people get bored people move on like another nickname will come up or somebody else in the group will get a nickname and then it will move on to them you know what I mean sometimes throughout different points we Like, the attention will be on us and then it will go on other people. That's just kind of how a friendship group works, right? So maybe a good idea would be to sort of figure out a way so that you don't outwardly and, like, actively show that it bothers you. Maybe even laugh about it yourself or join in about it yourself. Because also sometimes when you do that, not only are you, like, trying to show them that you don't care... Sometimes it then makes you see the more lighthearted side of it anyway. But of course, I don't know what the nickname is they're giving you, how it is actually really affecting you. If, if you feel like you can't do that and you can't sort of make light of it yourself, because sometimes that does happen. And sometimes it, our friends will sort of take the bar a bit too low and they're sort of hitting a level that we're really uncomfortable with. Then, if they are your true friends, if you do tell them, like, seriously, this is affecting me and I really don't like it, they should stop. If they don't, then how much really are they your friends? Because I know if one of my friends turned around to me and said, no, I don't like us making a joke out of that, I wouldn't do it again. So, I do feel like maybe you could say something as well. So, you can sort of go two ways about this, possibly but the hard thing is with nicknames is they are going to happen quite a lot and a lot of the time they're going to be about things or they're going to be something you don't particularly like or you wouldn't choose to have yourself be given that nickname, right? I mean, let's be real, a lot of the nicknames we have in life, would we choose to give to ourselves? No. So then we sort of have to learn to live with it in a bit of a way that them if we're not showing it's bothering us, they might sort of latch on, get a bit bored of it, and then stop. And I've had this sort of thing happen to me before. And again, that's exactly how I sort of went about it. I made a joke out of it myself. And then in the end, I actually just started to find it funny. So then I was calling myself that nickname. And it sort of made me See it a little bit differently, and whilst you might feel like you guys are too grown up and this is a bit too childish, sometimes people just do it anyway and they feel the need to be that childish. So, on the odd occasion, this does happen. We sort of either have to go along with it or tell them how we're feeling about that situation. Maybe there's a couple of friends in your group that you could sort of say, Look, this is actually really bothering me, and then see if they sort of take that and help you get through it because it's not it's not nice like it's not nice when this is sort of going on and you feel like you're sort of being made fun of in a way um so yeah it's not fun so either that's the two sort of ways I feel like we can go about this and however you choose to solve this dilemma it's completely whatever you think will work for you like you might not even think anything I'm saying is the right way to go about it you know like it's what works for you in all of these dilemmas and in this one i would either go two ways about it either telling them that it is really bothering you and could you please stop or making a joke out of it yourself and sort of turning it around a bit so that they don't think you're bothered and eventually you might not be bothered about it anyway you know, like it could actually turn out to be something that then you just laugh about yourself so yeah I wish you the best, though, because I know it's, it's not fun when you sort of feel like you're being made fun out of in a way and you get annoyed about a nickname that your friends have given to you. It's not a fun one, but you'll get there. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for sending in that dilemma. It was not a stupid dilemma at all. Let me just reassure you one more time of that. It was not a stupid dilemma. No dilemma is too small or stupid because if it's affecting our life then do you know what? We need to have a conversation about it. So that has been all from me today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing week, and I shall catch up with you in next week's episode. Bye.